Hey guys, if you're interested in checking out a video version of the show, please visit the Low Key Geek channel on YouTube. There you can not only catch the video version of the podcast, but you can also check out my other projects and short form video that I produce. You can find a link in the description. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Triangle of Sadness. Okay, I honestly really don't know where to start with this movie. Um, don't take that as a negative. There is a lot of stuff that happens here that will surprise, shock, horrify you, um, but all in the best ways possible. I'll explain what all of that means right now. This is really bad. What's up, everybody? Renee Loki Geek here. So... One of the films I was able to catch during New York Film Festival, at least this first week, because we are now halfway through, and it's been fun so far, really, um, is Triangle of Sadness. And this is a movie that I've been dying to check out since I heard that it won the, the Palme d'Or Award at um, Cannes Film Festival this year. Um, because I've been hearing a lot of stuff about it being like this dark comedy and, you know, it stars Woody Harrelson, but I don't really know who the other performances are, right? I don't know who, uh, and I'm going to pronounce this name horribly, Char, Char, Charlie Dean Kriek, Harris Dickinson. Um, I don't know who these people are, really. Um, the one who really stole the movie is uh, Zlatko Bjorek, um, who, who plays this kind of Russian fertilizer entrepreneur, right? It steals every moment in the movie whenever he's on screen and it's just really hilarious but this movie had me dying it had me laughing a lot probably during certain scenes that a lot of other people weren't laughing at um but i felt like this is this was definitely my type of movie the triangle of sadness that phrase comes from the modeling world um at least this is what the movie is explaining in the very beginning the triangle of sadness is that little part here um, where if it, you know, when it's all wrinkled up and all that, because if you're showing too much emotion or you're too, fr you're frowning too much or whatever the case is. But as it pertains to the movie, the triangle of sadness is really the three main acts of the movie, the way I take it. The movie really centers around uh, hierarchy, the rich versus, you know, the regular folk. And basically how it is just really sad to see the dynamics of um, the way these people live their lives, the way they look at the world, the way that they really do consider themselves all to be equal with everybody else when that's not really truly the case. So it's sad to kind of see that, you know, um, portrayed on the screen. So in, in a way, it's kind of like this movie plays on that and it's like a satirical look at the way the rich really looks at themselves and how they live their lives and how we as outsiders view them. The main leads of this story are these two models who you really get to learn more about in the first act of the movie. How they are in this relationship, but it turns out it's more of a relationship of, of convenience and to kind of help and support each other's careers. They're basically influencers. Well, the, uh, the lady uh, Yaya, is a is a Instagram influencer, and then the guy uh, Carl is a male model. Um, so it is kind of sad to see how they've kind of accepted that term or accepted that. You could see, especially uh, 
the one who plays Carl, really like having issues with that, um, especially when it comes to this really one uncomfortable scene they had during uh, during dinner where they were basically fighting over the check and who was going to pay. Um, and it, it's, it's something that everyone goes through and a lot of couples go through, but the way that they went through it was just really, really fascinating. It went really long too, which is really fascinating. Very, very interesting how that really played out. And then that's when you really get to learn what the main um, point of their relationship is and really where they are. And it's kind of sad because it's very shallow and very empty. The second part is probably the one of the nuttiest parts of the movie. And that's where you get all of these rich people on a yacht together while they're on this cruise. And you really get to see a lot of the dynamics between all the different groups of people. You get to see how politics plays in a lot of things. You get to see how people view themselves and their statuses. And this is where you really get to see how... You know, a lot of these people think they're very equal with everybody else. And you have all the different uh, hierarchies and dynamics on that boat between the guests who are all the wealthy, the support staff and, and the, the waiters and the waitresses and all that, how they're kind of, you know, I would say more middling. Right. Um, but they all want to get that money. So they're all working so hard to you know, appease these people so they could get really high tips. And then you have the people who work, you know, below decks and everything. You know, th those are the people who represent the real true hard workers of uh, the yacht and how they are kind of looked upon and all that. This is also the part of the movie that's probably the grossest thing that happens and the thing that really made me laugh the most. You know, in a way, it kind of reminds me of that scene in Stand By Me uh, when they talk about the pie eating contest and how this kid really want to get back at everyone for making fun of him because he was overweight and they they called him names and all that. How he you know, used the castor oil and he drank it so that when he ate, he'll end up throwing up and he caused this domino effect so everyone can throw up and how he was like sitting back and he was just watching everyone go through all of that stuff. That's basically how I took this part of the movie. It was like... Uh, it was like, in a way, we are sitting back and looking at the demise and humiliation of these rich folk and, you know, kind of wallowing in their own filth and everything like that as they're going through their m most luxurious moments of, you know, their vacation. The movie has a third act, and this is where it takes a turn to more of like a Lord of the Flies survival kind of thing, where it's funny how when certain situations change, how people behave differently and how the ones who were at the top are now fighting to be at least within the middle ground or, you know, be on par really with like the lower uh, level types of people because those are the ones who know how to survive because they've had to work so hard for themselves and work so hard to like survive their everyday lives and everything. So they're doing all the work while all the rich are just sitting back and hoping to reap the benefits. but not in this case and it's really really interesting how they kind of play on that the standout during this third act is actress dolly de leon who plays abigail who was just basically a janitor she was a janitor on the yacht but she turns out to be the ones who knows how to fish the one who knows how to gather food the ones who knows how to the one who knows how to start a fire so she becomes all of a sudden the captain. And it was this really interesting turn of um, authority that um, she played so, so well. And how 
you know, being able to now control the situation in a way that she was not able to do so and how everyone is appeased and abiding by her is really, really fascinating. And I love that change of the dynamic. The movie kind of ends a little open-ended with you as an audience member kind of interpreting what do you think happened? Um, without spoiling anything, I will say that it is a very interesting ending um, and it kind of left me pretty much satisfied. I mean, I don't really care one way or another which way this movie ended or how I interpret it and all that. At least it was just a good, solid conclusion that is a nice conversation piece to have with other people who've watched the movie. Now I'll say this, this movie may not be for everyone. There may be some people who will be very disgusted by a lot of things that happen in this movie, or you could be like me and you will find a lot of things really hilarious about this movie. I'm so curious to hear your thoughts if you've watched this movie or not. Let me know in the comments. If you've watched this movie, let me know how do you think the movie ended? How do you interpret the ending there? I personally think that maybe, spoiler alert, watch out now. I think Abigail may have killed Yaya for sure. Because why not? Why wouldn't she, right? But anyways, like I always say, it doesn't matter at all what I think. What matters most is what all of you think. Again, let me know in the comments what you think about this movie if you had a chance to see it. Or if you are interested in seeing it, let me know why that may be. As always, if you are brand new to this channel and you happen to come across this video, don't forget, hit that like and subscribe buttons to help support the community. If you are listening on audio format or you want to listen on audio format, thank you all for listening. You can find this review on your podcast platform of choice. Just search for Low Key Geek. You can download this and many other episodes on there. I appreciate all of you watching or listening. Stay cool, stay classy, stay safe, and I'll catch all of you in the next one. Peace.